Michigan Rundown Podcast. Bolton, Chapman, hoist the three. At midcourt, extra pass. And it goes for the win! Presented by Jake Singer. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Michigan Rundown Podcast. My name is Jake Singer, and on today's episode, we're going to go full detail from a lot of bad and a little bit of good of the Michigan recap against Army. I say this as the biggest Michigan fan in the world. Michigan looked horrific, straight up. They, there were so many chances in that game for them to win, and there were so many chances for them to lose. Now, yes, in college football, every game matters. That being said, every win counts as a win. In three to four weeks, teams are not going to be saying, oh, you know, Michigan only won by three points in overtime to Army. They're going to say, okay, they won. So, you know, in college football, yes, there are some goods and there are a lot, some good, a lot of bad. But really, the most important takeaway before I go into my pros and cons of the game is, like, we won. We should be happy with the win. You know, it wasn't pretty on how we won, but we won. So we have to take that into consideration. That being said, there was a lot of issues with this game. And there are still some good, so I'll get into the good, but I know a lot of you are probably wondering, like, what happened? You know, maybe you weren't watching, maybe you were watching, but are not as prone to this Michigan offense, or, you know, have like me, who have a lot of expectations for this Michigan team, this Michigan offense, and we were watching this game saying, oh my god, this team does not look like anywhere near the Michigan football team we all are expecting are to win the national championship this year. And everyone's now doubting us, which actually I don't mind because Michigan actually performs better when we're being doubted. But nonetheless, people are starting to lose hope and faith into our team. And I wouldn't say that they're right about it, but I think there's a lot of things that need to change this next two weeks. Now, if you don't know, again, Michigan has a bye week this upcoming week. So they have a full week of rest to really you know, get set, but not just rest, but they have a lot of time now to work on things. Shea Patterson, some say he suffered an injury during the game on that first um, drive. You know, he took an early shot against Middle Tennessee State, which is why Dylan McCaffrey, you know, went in in the second half to prevent Patterson from really taking more hits. And then he took a big hit against Army as well. Um, so, you know, people are saying like, oh, Patterson's hurt. They were saying that it was hard for him to lift his, his, uh, elbow over his shoulder. If that's the case, why is he in? You have a guy like Dylan McCaffrey, a backup quarterback, who's a very good backup quarterback. And if your starting quarterback cannot lift his elbow over his shoulder, we saw those balls flying in the air, nowhere near the receiver's. The passing game was horrible. There was no vertical passing game. And now people were saying, oh, it's because he was injured. Well, that's not an excuse. That's a way for, you know, Michigan to say, like, we screwed up. We didn't take this into account. We keep saying our quarterback is fine. But on the field, he's not looking like himself. More with injuries now, you know, 
people hopefully Donovan Peoples Jones should be back by the Wisconsin game in two weeks. So that will be very good. If we can get DPJ back, our wide receiver core looks unstoppable. But we need a quarterback to throw to these receivers. And, you know, there were, there's a lot of skepticism. There has been a lot of skepticism of Shea Patterson, if he can do it. And everybody's saying, oh, put Dylan McCaffrey. Personally, I don't have any problems with Shea Patterson. The problem I have with Shea, with the team, and with, Patter, with really Patterson is, if he's injured, he should not be playing. When he's healthy, yes, he's a spectacular quarterback. He plays very well. He's proven that to us. But if he's in a position where he was last week, where we were, we were, t- we were very close in that game, and we were tied for most of that game, and now your quarterback is saying he's injured, that is not a chance where you can take for you to start playing your quarterback who is not 100%. Nowhere near 100% at that, really. You know, and that affects the entire team. It starts with really the first half, right? I'm going to really, really go right into it. We cannot have four fumbles. Four fumbles. That is unacceptable. This offense needs to hold on to the ball. Any team, Army, Ohio State, even like Alabama A&M, any team, good or bad, if you turn the ball over four times on four fumbles, you're giving them a chance to stay in that game. Right there. Four fumbles. That, that was, that's why we were so close in that game. We had drives. We were going. We were... You know, we had momentum. We were going back and forth. At one time, Ari fumbled the ball. We fumbled the ball the next play, and they got the ball back. You know, like, you cannot turn the ball over that much. They, they can't. They have to hold on to the ball. Ball security is everything. And three of those were Shea Patterson. Now, again, he's hurt. But still, that should not affect him holding on to the ball. Everything about this was because Shea Patterson wasn't right. That's why our offense struggled. So, bold prediction, don't take this in any way, shape, or form, but either Dill McCaffrey has a larger role or he's starting quarterback against Wisconsin. Bold prediction. Not saying this as a definitive thing, I'm saying this is more prevalent than ever. At this time last year, Kelly Bryant of Clemson was benched for Trevor Lawrence. Um, Jalen Hurts was benched in Alabama for Tua Tagovailoa. You know, this is the time for quarterbacks to take a back seat. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen now. Because Wisconsin's no joke. They're running over teams. This is a team where everybody's like, oh, it's a trap game. Now, actually, what I say to that is we just dealt with a very, like, a tough game in Army. This would be a trap game if we beat Army easily. But I feel like that's the one thing Michigan has is that they had their wake-up call before this game. If that did not happen against Army, we were going to lose against Wisconsin, without a doubt. If we did not have this scare, I don't think we would have beaten Wisconsin because this, these issues have been there since the beginning of the year. But against Middle Tennessee State, you're not really going to see these problems. Army's a very legitimate team. They went 10-3 and three last year. So, you know, now we have two weeks to prepare for Wisconsin. We need to get Shea Patterson right. If he's not right, you cannot play him. 
You can't, especially now against Wisconsin. We're at that point now in our season where we can't just be like, oh, we're playing not as good of a team. We can get by. We can't. You need to play like a Power 5 team like we are. Oh, that was a very frustrating game to watch. I don't know about you guys. That was very hard to watch. You know? But, again, things we need to... Penalties, next. Penalties. Are you... Eight penalties. Penalties are drive stoppers right there and there. You get a holding call, and it's a drive. Especially when Shea Patterson can throw the ball. All we did was run the ball. So when you have a quarterback who can't throw the ball, and then you're holding, or you have offensive perseverance, offensive false start, any penalty, that's hurting us. Not to mention on the defensive side. There was third downs where we gave them first downs because of pass interference and defensive holding calls. One time there was an offside. Like These are penalties that could be easily avoided. They threw the ball four times. Army threw the ball four times. And we still got caught with a pass interference. They don't throw the ball. And you, it was a third down. And they, there was a first passing attempt by their quarterback, um, Hopkins. Hopkins' first passing attempt was a pass interference call on in the defense. Like, that can't happen. You're not going to win game. You're giving them yards. This entire game, if you look at the entire game, everything could have been avoided. Every, the whole overtime could have been avoided. We could have scored so much more. It all could have been avoided. Penalties, injuries, and just, they're just, you know, those are really it. The turnover on the 19 yard line at the end of the game. Turnover on downs, you know. Just kick the field goal there. You know, that's really it. Defensively, yes, we held them. Defense did a pretty good job. That being said, we were shown that our defense lacks depth. Yes, we did still find a way to shut down the triple option, but it wasn't really a shutdown. It was, you know... Slomka, their huge running back, still had 93 yards rushing. Their quarterback still had 41 yards rushing and two touchdowns. So, yes, we held him to 21 points, but there was still a lot more we could have done. You know, oh, God, I, I hate sounding negative about this team. This team is my life. I love this team more than anything in my life. Don't get me wrong, Okay. This team has been my livelihood. I will always watch these games. I will do whatever I can, but it's just, it's so hard to watch and to be like, oh, it's okay. When these are things where we have been talking about these issues for so long. And it all starts with the quarterback. It all starts with, no, not the quarterback, sorry. It starts with the coach, Harbaugh. It's Harbaugh. Harbaugh needs to fix these things. This is all on him. Whether you take Shea Patterson out or not, 
you know he's injured, so you need to change the play call to fit him. But changing the play call should not be running the ball 30-some times. You know, Charbonnet is still a freshman. Yes, what a great thing that happened. One of the few like amazing things that happened this past game was Charbonnet rushed for 100 yards and three touchdowns. That was amazing. He was a Big Ten player of the week. But that was on 33 carries. You know, like that is, that's a lot of carries. That's still only averaging three yards a carry. You know, you gave him the ball a lot. Yes, I also, you know, part of it is we're playing a team like Army. Army only runs the ball. They run a triple option. If you didn't know, if you didn't watch the game, after you watch the game, of course, you would find this out. But if you didn't watch the game, Army runs a triple option, which means they, like, they threw the ball four times. They ran the ball a, a lot. Right, so Michigan, you know, kind of started imitating the Army offense, and they should not have done that. I felt like they were trying to imitate this Army offense by running the ball a lot, and that should not have been the case. They 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 beat Middle Tennessee State by a large by a large margin because they threw the ball. So. You know, throwing the ball is our strength. We could we play down, I feel like, to Army's offense by only running the ball. And that really upset me. Not to mention, when we ran the ball, we always ran it in the shotgun. Fourth down and one, and you run the ball in the shotgun up the middle. I feel like they ran the ball up the middle in the shotgun like 10 times in the fourth quarter for a total of three yards. Like, if it's not working, don't use it. You know, that being said, yes, defense played well. They held their ground. You know, they got some big runs on us, but we, we, we only gave up 21 points in a whole game plus overtime. Also, Charbonnet, as I said, great game. Keep doing what he can do. You know, if he can have this game plus have either Patterson or Dylan McCaffrey throwing a ball, throwing a touchdown pass. T- like, we will be a very good team if this if everything come together. Week one was the quarterbacks. We threw a lot of touchdown passes. Week two was the rushing game. Can we please put those together? Ronnie Bell, look at him coming out. You know, week one was Tariq Black. Tariq Black was kind of, you know, didn't do as much this game. Ronnie Bell had seven catches for 81 yards. He was the most reliable receiver on this team. Black dropped a few catches, which I was kind of pissed off about. But Ronnie Bell did what he needed to do, you know? That was very good. Lavert Hill, interception to set up the touchdown, one of the few touchdowns we had. Now, Lavert Hill, I will say, he did get injured. So his status is questionable for the Wisconsin game. I will monitor that, and I will let you know what his status is when I give a preview to the Wisconsin game, probably this weekend since we have a bye. I will give some more time just to see what everything is you know, transpiring. we got John Runyon. We have DPJ. We have Lavert Hill. We now have True Wilson. Christian Turner went down with a slight injury. There's a lot of guys that we need to keep an eye on, so I will keep an eye on that. But the biggest thing for me, which I was really excited about, was Dax Hill with that fourth down conversion. That was the best play of the entire game for Michigan. If anything else came good at that game, it was that play. That was like, finally, are you, you know, they weren't a boring offense. They weren't, you know, they couldn't be guessed what they were going to do next. 
that was finally something where they did where it was surprising. And it was like, oh, my God. It was fourth and eight, too. It wasn't even a close fourth down. You know, Dax Hill had a huge pass that he caught for the fourth down conversion. So that, if anything you take away from me, that is my favorite play of the game right there. You know? It's going to be a hard game against Wisconsin. It's going to be hard. A lot of people are going to pick us to lose that game, especially after this Army game. A lot of people are going to pick us to lose. So, you know, I don't think all Michigan fans are even convinced that we can beat Wisconsin yet. And I can't say for a fact right now, Michigan will beat Wisconsin. I think they need to go into this week. They need to practice. They need to work on the things that they didn't do well this past game. And they need to, you know, just be a better orchestrated team. Harbaugh needs to be a better coach. Coach better, please. Gaddis, we were, you were, he was brought in here to shape this offense around Patterson. And yet Patterson is not looking better. So we need to kind of go back to the drawing board and figure out, you know, what are we going to do? Sacks need to be limited. There are four sacks giving up, given up. When you have an injured player like Patterson, you know, that's not going to help you. That's also why he fumbled the ball. He couldn't hold on to it. And it partly wasn't his fault. They were just coming at him. If Army can come at him, then any team can come at him. Wisconsin, Ohio State, Michigan State, Penn State, Notre Dame. We have all those teams still on our schedule. So we just need to, you know... Fix up what can be fixed. Those things can be fixed. And again, offensive line is not the offensive line. We need Runyon. When Runyon comes back, you know, we need to, you know, that will help our offense. And, you know, Mayfield, he's still, it's only his second week he's still playing. So, you know, I give him that. But these are, you know, these guys are being recruited here to play good football. And they're not playing it yet. But there's still time. Again, second week of the year, you guys could take whatever I just said and be like, Jake, you're wrong. There's, we have a great pieces, but they haven't done enough to prove it to me yet. And I think they can still prove it to me, but they need to prove it to me. So with that being said, you know, there's a lot of takeaways from this game. I know I've been rambling on about a lot of negative stuff. Don't worry. There's still a lot of good to come from this team. They just need... To put it together. They have a lot of pieces and a lot of things that they can do to make this team a great team and a top five team. And there's still a lot of time. We have a, again, our resume could be stacked by the end of the year to make to the final four. Oklahoma, by the way, if you didn't know this, Oklahoma tied with Army in overtime last year and they made it to the top four. Oklahoma tied with Army. So that's the one thing I'm not worried about is that if Oklahoma tied and they had Kyler Murray at their head and they still went to overtime with them. So don't be worried, but keep monitoring what they're doing. Please listen to my recap I do this weekend. I will be, you know, really watching this team closely, taking a good eye on them, and we'll see what we can do. So for that, thank you guys for listening to me, you know, go off about Michigan. Again, this is my favorite thing in the world. Like, I love Michigan with all of my heart. I love this football team more than anything. And because of that, that's why I'm hard on them. And I need, we need to be. These are the questions that need to be asked. These are the things that need to be brought up. 
Nothing's going to change if these things are not brought up. So for that, thank you guys again for listening. My name is Jake Singer. Go Blue. Let's beat Wisconsin.